Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. So let me ask you, where do you want to go for dinner? Would you like to have Mexican or roosters? Now, that is a question that we talk about occasionally here at our house. Why do we talk about that? Because a lot of times we'll answer the question before it's been asked. So, for instance, in that question, I have asked my wife, would you like to have Mexican food tonight or would you like to go to roosters and have wings? Now, that may sound like a simple question, but occasionally she will answer it by saying yes. Now, there's a problem with saying yes to that question. Do you know what it is? It's not a yes or no question. It's an or question. And it comes from a fact that she's she's distracted thinking about something else or has already made up her mind that she wants roosters or that she wants Mexican and just answers yes when I've asked an or question. Now, this has come up in our conversation two or three times lately that uh, occasionally she'll ask me an and uh, yes or no question, and I'll come back with an or answer. It's like, no, no, I need a clear, I need clarity on this. I think part of it is because we stay busy all the time. Nay and I are always doing something. We're always running somewhere, and we need quick answers to things. And I understand that. That happens to everybody. But I know that it's imperative that I listen to what Nay has to say. Well, this is true in business, too. You know, when you're in business with somebody, you've got to have a very clear answer on certain things. There have been billion-dollar mistakes made because somebody didn't pay attention to what the question was. I was asking or reading a history of building of a big, big bridge one day, and it was going really, really well until one day it just fell into the, into the drink. Why did it fall in? Well, it fell in because somebody measured it in inches when it was supposed to be measured in meters or something. I don't know what the uh, actual measurement was, but they misunderstood the point. So how do we misunderstand points? It's because we don't listen. You know, listening is one of the most crucial skills you can have in your personal life or in business. So that when I ask my wife, do you want Mexican food or do you want to go to roosters? There is a choice that she has to make. Now, if I say I want to go get Mexican food, she still has a choice, but it's a little more clear. Yes, I want to go get Mexican food or no, I don't. So when I make a statement like that, I'm making a statement. You can answer yes or no. But when I'm saying, do you want this or that, then now you have to make a decision of that. If that person says, as they often does, well, I don't care. Now it becomes my decision again. You see how this is like a game of tennis back and forth. But the reason that we're successful at the game of tennis and the reason they and I've had a successful marriage is most generally we listen to what the other has to say. We listen to the question that is asked and we try to answer that question. So Sometimes we get distracted and that happens. I'm not mad about it. She's not mad about it. Just distraction and we move on and we go from there. But in business, it can be very costly. We were talking to somebody the other day about a kitchen that my wife wants to build. And uh, we talked to them quite a bit. I had several conversations. And this is the instruction that I gave to the realtor that we were working with at the time. We want a place that is outside of I-270, north of 70, and south of Route 3. All right, that's a pretty broad spectrum. It's half of Westerville fits into that, all of Gahanna, some of Columbus, 
all of Reynoldsburg, and part of Pickerington falls into that. Okay? So we said, that's what I want. The first three things that this guy sent me were inside of 270 and south of I-70. Okay, did you even read what I sent? You know, you get emails back like that all the time. I do. I'll say, these are the things that I want. And I've learned to be very brief in my emails. I don't like to go four or five paragraphs. For one, I don't have time to type them. And secondly, details tend to get lost. So I had this particular uh, person I was writing a few days ago, and I said, I need this piece of information and this piece of information. And oh, by the way, where is your office? And this person wrote me back with one of that first pieces of information that I needed and no address. So I had to send another email. By the way, did you get my first email that said I needed this piece of information and your address? She wrote me back, called me by the wrong name, and still didn't answer the first question that I had. She did finally send me her address, though, so I think I'll be able to find it. But what happens is we get in a hurry and we just we answer what we think somebody's asked the first thing and then move on. So if there are three questions in something, I'm learning to bullet point them. Here's a bullet point one. I need this answer. Bullet point two. I need this answer. Bullet point three. I need this answer. And, and then if they miss them, I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to go over and, you know, break out one of those air horns they used to use at basketball games, you know, and get their attention that way, or maybe a bright strobe light in their face, or maybe just run a locomotive down the middle of their street. We'll figure out how to get your attention. But listen, when you get an email, when you're having a conversation with somebody, make sure that you're listening to what they're actually asking, because we often don't listen to what somebody's actually asking. And really the reason that we have the political strife I think we do in this country right now is because those of us that are like me, I'm a white guy, I'm an older guy, I listen to a particular thing. I'm not a young black person. I'm not a young Asian person. I'm not a young white person. I just listen to, and and everybody has a filter. Now, there are those that say that they don't, but that's a load of crap. That's probably a truckload of crap when they say, well, you know, I don't, everybody's equal to me. Nah, even Jesus knew that we love our neighbor as ourself is doing pretty well. So we're going to love ourselves first. Maybe you do care about people in other countries. I don't know. It's possible. But I also know this, that the first person you think about when you get up in the morning is not somebody in another country. It's typically yourself. And so we, we tend to answer questions like that. We get political questions like that. We think we don't have any filter. We don't think we have any biases. Listen, everybody's got a bias. Everybody answers out of their own experience. So if you're telling people, well, you can't answer with that, well, they don't have anything else to answer with. Now, I'm not saying don't learn about other cultures or learn about other people or learn about other races or learn about, you know, I'm not saying don't learn. I'm saying that it you can't expect somebody to come to a thing by berating them. A friend of mine and I were having a conversation a few weeks ago about the passage in the Bible that says the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's in Galatians chapter 5. So that's a list of the fruit of the Spirit. The next words are, against such things, there is no law. And yet, most of what we go around talking about today in our political life, sometimes in our spiritual life, is what we're against. Well, that's not how God looks at things, and that's not how we should look at things as a business. Now, there are businesses out there, and you can name whoever your favorite uh, bugaboo is right now, that have decided they're going to get political about everything they do. Okay, you do that. You be you. That's fine. I get to make a decision not to do business with you. Well, you're being whatever. 
I, you know what? I am being. I make decisions based on what my core values are. You may think my core values are wrong. You may disagree with them. You may try to persuade when, uh, persuade me out of them. And if your persuasion is good and honest and accurate enough, I'll listen to you. But that doesn't mean that I have to change my mind. See, I think that's what's going on in our country right now is there's a group of people that think that we have to change our minds, that they need to force us to change our minds. No, not really. You know, there was a point in our country's life when we all decided we want to get along. We know we're not the same. Uh, the people in the South are not the same as the people in the North. are not the same as the people in the West. are not the same as the people. You know, you get the point. I was having a conversation at uh, church the other day with some folks that were from Tennessee. Every state has somebody they make fun of from another state. In Ohio, it's people from Michigan usually or people from West Virginia. West Virginians make fun of Tennesseans. Kentuckians make fun of Tennesseans. Hoosiers make fun of Kentuckians. It just keeps going on and on. The point is we have a different outlook on things. But the other point is that we don't tend to try to learn from the other person's experience. And sometimes the point is it's just a joke. And that's all right from time to time. You see, I really believe to be in offense, we have to misunderstand the questions and we have to live in the past. We cannot be offended by something that hasn't happened to us yet. We cannot be offended by something somebody threatens to do to us. We can say we disagree to them, but in, with them, but until they do it to us, we haven't been offended yet. And yet there's an industry, it seems like now, of people wanting to be offended. And I just refuse to be offended. Now, let me tell you what will happen if you become a business person that listens and decides, decides not to be offended. Here's what will happen. You will prosper. It's just going to happen. For instance, if I decide, you know what, I'm going to listen to the other side. Doesn't mean I'm going to agree with them. I'm going to listen. Let me see what they have to say. Well, it's going to give you insights into their lived experience. Now, that insight doesn't mean you change everything you do. Just because their opinion is this doesn't mean your opinion has to change to be that. It means that you need to listen, you need to make some decisions and decide whether you're going to bend your personal feelings that way, whether you feel like, you know what, they've got a point, I bet I could do this better. I've learned that a lot. I've told you before on this show that I'm 60 years old and I learn all the time. My mentor, uh, Olin Hendricks, when he was about 50 or 55, threw out everything he knew because he learned a better way to teach what he was doing. Are you willing to do that? So that's the first thing as a business person is learning to see the other person's side. And then the other thing is to listen to what their question is. So, you know, I've been talking a little bit about these being yes or no questions or or questions. So going back to the original question was, Honey, do you want to have Mexican food tonight or roosters? Which is it going to be? The answer cannot be yes. Now, the answer may be whatever, which is kind of like yes to both, but it's not. It's an or question that requires a decision. So when somebody asks you an or question, it requires a decision on your part. You have to think it through. Okay, do I really want Mexican? I had Mexican three days ago, and no, I don't want Mexican tonight. Let's go to roosters. Okay, now that's okay. Now you've made a decision. So Going back to what this whole podcast is about this time is listening to what the question really is. That's true in your personal life. It's true in your business life. It's true in your spiritual life. And it's true in your political life. 
how you see those kind of things. So my encouragement to you this week is this. Begin to very purposefully listen to what's being asked of you. Listen very purposefully to what's being asked of you, whether it's by a politician, a preacher, a friend, or a business associate. Those are all things that you need to take into account anytime you're being asked to make a decision. Well, would you make one decision for me this week? And that is, let somebody else know about the podcast. Send them a link to it if you don't mind. Subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts and leave us a review. Reviews help more people hear it. Our last podcast was the most listened to one that we've had so far. I'd like this one to be listened to by even more people than the last one. So my question isn't an or question. It's a direct, will you let somebody else know? You have a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com, or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz. Quiz the Diz.